Welcome to another edition of the 2023 version of the 30 to 1 MLB Countdown Previews brought to you by JohnPielli.com as well as the Past Ball Show. If you haven't followed for the past 12 years, I've studied the over-unders that are put out before each season. Uh, give a little tweaking of what I say. I think a team's going to be better, a team's going to be worse based off of what they did in the offseason and their overall outlook. A little bit of last year, a little bit of... What, what I think of the future, and then I rank them from Team 1 to Team 30 from best to worst. So Team number 30 is going to be the team that I have the uh, most negative outlook for for a given season, and a team with the number 1 ranking in my book is the team that I think will finish with the most wins. Today I'm going to talk about the Los Angeles Dodgers, a team that has won the World Series a series of times, right? Starting in 1955, then again in 1959, 63, 65, 81, 88, and then most recently in 2020. This is a team that for a while was snake-bitten, made it to a lot of World Series without winning the whole thing. Made it in 1916, again in 1920, and in all those years where they played against the Yankees, 1941, 47, 51, 52. Won in 55, but lost in 56. Also went to the World Series in 1966, where they lost to the Baltimore Orioles. Played the Yankees again in 77 and 78. And, of course, most recently in 2017 and 2018. And you look at this team and the way it is set up right now, and it really is the gold standard for Major League Baseball. You want to go to a team where you feel like you're going to have the most gotten out of you? You go to the Dodgers. Noah Syndergaard said that as a free agent. Hey, I'm going to go to the Dodgers because if you look at their track record of what they've done the last couple years, they're really good if you're a rehabilitating pitcher trying to get back at the top of your game. Now, the Dodgers have a lot of players that they've lost this year, mainly Trey Turner. A player that I thought should have been a top five or so MVP candidate for as valuable as he was for the Dodgers last year. Justin Turner's gone to the Red Sox. So is Cody Bellinger, Joey Gallo, Tyler Anderson, who was an unbelievable reclamation project. Came over, was a good pitcher, was great for the Dodgers last year. Um, Andrew Haney, same thing. He ends up parlaying that until to a free agent deal with the Texas Rangers. Craig Kimbrell, Chris Martin, David Price ends up retiring. Now, two two big injuries that they're dealing with. One of them they knew about already. Walker Bueller probably going to miss most of this year. If if not, maybe you get to see him if you're lucky in September or something like that. And then Gavin Lux, a devastating injury. He was projected to be the team's opening day shortstop. That's not going to happen this year. They added Syndergaard, the before mentioned, also traded for Miguel Rojas, signed David Peralta, and J.D. Martinez. Brought in Jason Hayward on a minor league contract. Wouldn't shock anybody if Hayward all of a sudden did what he hasn't been able to do in the last seven years or so with the Dodgers this season. I look at the Dodgers rotation, obviously led by the... um, person that is basically waiting for their career to end so they can get in the Hall of Fame, Clayton Kershaw, Julio Arias, the All-Star, and then you got Syndergaard, who I think you're going to expect 
to be closer to where he was during his productive years with the New York Mets before Tommy John surgery shut his 2020 and 2021 seasons down. Of course, a couple appearances with the Mets, but signed a deal with the Angels, finished the season, pitched in the postseason with the Phillies last year. I think he's probably ready to have that arm unleashed. No, if, if there's no setbacks, I expect Syndergaard to be good this year. Same thing with Dustin May. He's a guy that missed some time. Tommy John surgery himself. Um, obviously a an amazing arm. I could see him really getting it together if he gets a, a chance to make his allotted starts. Tony Gonsolin was an all-star last year. Very good with the Dodgers last year. Looks like he's probably going to miss the start of the season this year. But the Dodgers, if they have all those guys pitching every fifth day, they're going to be in pretty good shape. I don't think they have a ton of depth behind them. So if injuries end up creeping back up with, let's say, Syndergaard and May and you know Gonsolin and Kershaw, who for the most part of his career has stayed healthy, but you know he could have a little nagging thing here and there, the Dodgers are missing a little depth when it comes to their starting rotation. They have the ability to go out there and make a deal. I wouldn't be shocked if they added maybe a depth guy, whether it's somebody they trade for that isn't going to make a given team that was expecting to, maybe somebody they signed to a minor league contract to stockpile them in AAA or something like that. I look at Shelby Miller. Now, Shelby Miller's got a chance maybe to make the team as a reliever, but I like Shelby Miller as a back get a rotation depth starter. Unfortunately, I kind of jumped in. Maybe it's the hot tub time machine. Jumped in, you know, drank whatever it is that, that they drank poured it all over the machine, jumped back to a point where we're talking about maybe too long ago when Shelby Miller was good. That year he lost, the, what, the 17 games for the Braves and got praised and was traded straight up for, what, Jason Hayward and a deal that you know neither team really saw any benefits for. Ended up going to the, the Diamondbacks in one of the worst trades in baseball history one that brought Dansby Swanson to the Braves. And you know, he's looking to get back on track. Would it shock you, once again, if he became good again with the Dodgers? I look at their bullpen. Uh, Alex Vesia is going to get a chance or should get a chance to get the majority of the saves. But this could be a little bit of a bullpen by committee. Daniel Hudson, World Series champion with the 2019 Nationals. Um, Evan Phillips, Bruster Gratterall. Uh, obviously, really good arms there. Phil Bickford, uh, maybe if things go well, Blake Trinan, J.P. Firenson, who they brought over from uh, Tampa Bay, even though he's hurt. Maybe they help him later on in the season. Alex Reyes, who at one point was a really good prospect for the St. Louis Cardinals. Jimmy Nelson, who they've been uh, working with the last couple of years. Um, you're going to get some depth. They're going to mix and match. And like I said, we, we don't necessarily look at the Dodgers and say, from a pitching standpoint, outside of Kershaw, outside of the big names, they get a lot out of guys that most people look at and don't expect a whole ton from. And also players and pitchers in, in general that come from other teams that didn't do so much there. So they got a good system there. I think they're going to be okay. I have a hard time believing in the Dodgers that they're going to be strong enough to beat the San Diego Padres this year in the NL West. Now, a couple years ago, they didn't win the division. They still won, what, 106 games or 107 games, finished one game behind the San Francisco Giants. You know, their lineup, I think, leaves a little to be desired 
especially from a Dodger team that were used to really bludgeoning the ball. Obviously, you got Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, uh, Max Muncy, J.D. Martinez. I don't know if you could really respect uh, expect prime J.D. Martinez here. Um, he's going to help. Will Smith, I think, becomes a very important middle-of-the-order bat. Miguel Rojas, like I said before, comes over from the Marlins, probably to play shortstop or second base. Now, Miguel Vargas, one of their young prospects, spending the majority of the spring training not even swinging a bat. You, know, you want to make sure that he is in the best position possible when it comes to being ready. Um, I don't know if you really want to mess around with somebody that can't swing the bat. They say, hey, it's, it's, it's a timing mechanism. He's tracking pitches. I don't know if it's a really good idea, but you know he's expected to be their starting shortstop. David Peralta, the before-mentioned Hayward, Austin Barnes, Luke Williams in on a minor league deal, um, probably going to round out your bench. Trace Thompson probably gets a good chance to play center field. Chris Taylor in left. So they got players that are capable, but when you're thinking about the Dodgers type of lineup that they really want to, they go one through five or one through six and really scare you, they're, they're a little more top-heavy than they were before. Um, Matt Andresi, uh, former reliever, you've seen him with a couple different teams. I think he's somebody to watch if, whether it's during the season, maybe the end of spring training, you see him a little bit more. I think he could also help the Dodgers in the bullpen. Top prospects, um, catcher Diego Cartaya is probably a couple of years away. Look at two of their arms that I think could really impact them this year. Two um, first-round draft picks, or actually one first-round draft pick from 2020, one fifth-round draft pick from 2020. They loaded up on a couple really solid arms. Could help them out as relievers this year. Could jump into the rotation at some point. But look at Bobby Miller and Gavin Stone. I think they're in the mold of what you've seen, let's say, in like a Walker Bueller or Dustin May. Um, once they come up to the majors, they're, they're, they're going to throw nothing but bullets. Um, I project they're going to be really the future of the Dodgers rotation. Uh, Michael Bush hit 32 home runs last year in, in a double A and triple A. Is a guy that can play some second, some outfield, some first base. Wouldn't be surprised if at some point the Dodgers brought him up. I got the Dodgers finishing, like I said, number 10 out of 30 teams, a playoff team, making one of the wild cards, 88 and 74, second place in the National League West Division. Once again, this is the 31 MLB Countdown previews. John Pielli, past ball show. You can check out my program on Spotify, Apple Music. Amazon Music, of course, videos on YouTube. God bless you, and as always, I'll see you on the other side.